Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me, Gopika Gopagumar. Here are the top headlines this morning before we wrap up for this week. Tata Consultancy Services revenue rose for the fourth straight quarter on deal wins as clients continue to spend on digital services during the pandemic. India's largest software services provider stuck to its double-digit growth guidance for the ongoing fiscal. TCS revenue rose 3.9% of the preceding quarter to 45,000 crore rupees. Company's total headcount has crossed 5 lakhs at the end of the first quarter. Net inflows into equity mutual fund schemes in June fell by half from the previous month as many investors chose to book profit when the markets hit record highs. According to the data released by Amfi, net inflows into these schemes stood at 4,600 crore rupees in June, down 50% from 9,200 crores in May. Redemptions rose to 18,000 crores in June from 14,000 crores a month ago. The mutual fund industry added 20 lakh unique investors last fiscal, taking the total count to 2.27 crores as of March 2021. The Reserve Bank of India on Thursday issued an advisory to banks and other financial institutions asking them to be prepared for the year in transition from LIBOR. The regulator also asked lenders to push clients to move away from LIBOR as a benchmark and instead use any widely accepted alternative reference rate. With Zomato advancing its public listing by a week, online cosmetics retailer Nike, insurance aggregator Policy Bazaar and payments firm PayTM are planning to file their respective draft prospects this month. Nike is likely to file its DRHP around 17th of July and Policy Bazaar will file its prospectus around 20th of July. This is according to a Mint report. 197 Communications, the parent company of PayTM is expected to file the draft prospectus as early as 12th July for a domestic IPO. State-run Indian Oil Corporation, Hindustan Petroleum Corporation and Gale India Limited are working on infrastructure investment trusts to monetize stakes in their pipeline networks. The three companies have prepared the blueprint to float invits that will house pipelines totaling 5000 kilometers. Moving on to markets Shares in Asia Pacific fell in Friday morning trade as investors reacted to the release of Chinese inflation data. China's consumer price index for June rose 1.1% as compared with a year ago. Overnight US equities fell after US Labor Department's latest jobless claims data came in unexpectedly higher, hinting at a potential slowdown in the labor market. ECB European Central Bank officials forged an agreement on a new policy framework aiming for slightly higher inflation. The bank said it would aim to keep eurozone inflation at 2% over the medium term instead of the current target of just below 2%. This would allow room to overshoot its target whenever needed. It also said it would move to incorporate house prices into its calculation of the inflation rate. And in business term of the day we look at LIBOR or the London Interbank offer rate which is the global reference rate for unsecured short term borrowing in the interbank market it acts as a benchmark for short term interest rates LIBOR rates over tenors are calculated as average of rates pooled by major banks and used for pricing debt instruments and derivatives like currency swaps and interest rate swaps the global transition from LIBOR became necessary 
after it was discovered that banks were manipulating the rate in 2007-8 that sparked an investigation by Britain's Financial Services Authority. Globally, $260 trillion in contracts are linked to LIBOR. In India, the Reserve Bank has estimated the country's LIBOR exposure stands at $331 billion. With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Keep smiling. See you next week. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.